Hello. What's going on, dude? Not much. What's going on with you, Tommy? <sighs> Nothing. Just had a bowl of cereal. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? What kind? <laughs> Some granola bullshit. Who cares though? Let's talk about yeah. you, cause you got a cool job. <laughs> do I though? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, mean, I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, you do, <laughs> that's man. Pretty, that's you, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to introduce yourself or if you want to not have your. Yeah, idea. no, I, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll introduce myself. All right, my name's Brad. All right. Um, I was a security officer on a armored truck. Um, specifically, I was a crew leader, which is. Pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when did you start? When did you stop? Why did you stop? <laughs> Do you play Grand Theft Auto? Um, I started because I thought the job was cool. Um, but there's always that general saying of, you know, follow the money. Yeah. You know, and that's, <laughs> I, I, that's what I did. Yeah. Legitimately, I followed the money. Um, started in early 2013 i believe and uh quit uh like first week into 2019 why'd you so, quit? why'd you quit man it really just went downhill um oh, shit. the company started to um prioritize profit over safety that's what it really came down to uh, I've had a few close calls um, and attempted robbery. Uh, we'll talk all about that. Um, yeah. But yeah. it was just, I really think what what really sent me over the edge was I had an incident when I was delivering money. Okay. And what happened was is I was waiting at the back door because that's, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we go through the back doors out of the public eye. Yeah. And what happened was is an employee actually answered the door with a monkey wrench over his head and started walking towards me. And if you were in this situation, there's no need for a monkey wrench. Um, especially when the armored truck is there. Mm -hmm. And the only thing I could think of was bad things. Like this guy is trying to hurt me. Absolutely. So, what happened was, is I, I jumped back a few feet, you know, and I, I asked him to drop the weapon. Mm-hmm. And when he saw me um, reach for, for my firearm, I put my hand on my gun. That's when he kind of took a step back mm. and he finally realized what was going on. And I, I asked him, you know, seriously, bro, like, are, are you serious? Yeah. And he's like, nah, just playing. And when I submitted that incident report to my branch manager, he, uh, swept it underneath the rug i mean he he actually kept it really hush hush there was no internal investigation nothing man jesus right yeah Yeah. i mean like i can get like the if i knew you and you were my friend and -hmm. like we knew each other very well yeah i could see that as and and i always kind of go over with that stuff too so that that's something that i would definitely do it you know make a joke of like Oh, of kind, of, kind of like the comical, you know, got the the weapon right here, like, yeah. But but even then, I don't know, because it wouldn't be like, you know, again, if you were like my best friend and like your dad owned the bank or something, you know, mm-hmm. maybe. But no, I mean, you don't know this guy. He's walking out. 
that's not something you you know like it's not like i well, you don't pull you that you really don't joke about those situations no i, I mean you no. can't really joke about those situations no you're in an armored is, truck for a reason <laughs> yeah you know? i mean that was actually one of my uh Closer calls. Um, it really came down to: um, Can I justify this in a um, court of law? I mean, yeah. can can I prove to my um, fellow peers that this was a guy that had ill intent mm-hmm. and he meant me harm? Mm. And it really came down to the question of shoot or don't shoot. Yeah. And I could have been justified because I can articulate it quite well. Mm. How, however. There's that human side of me. I, I mean, I, I don't want to kill anyone. Yeah. I, I, I just want to make it home. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I, I yeah. mean, I, there is a lot of gung-ho things in the industry like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to do this. Or if this person does that, I'm going to do this. Mm. I'm not like that. Yeah. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> yeah. I just want to give them their money and go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not your money. It's not like. No. It's not it's like not. it's not like these are your casino winnings. You're about to go retire to you know French Polynesia. Well, yeah, no, this is this is not your money. So yeah, you, yeah, and yeah, man. If now, do you guys wear body cameras? I feel like that would be actually we could not because of all the sensitive things we could film, like the uh, interiors okay. of going uh, into the, the bank. vaults of safes. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah mm-hmm. um banks and stuff you know okay if we had cameras it would show like direct procedure mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. we're doing and it could maybe catch a serial number or two and yeah. that is yeah. pretty bad yeah now did you ever have any so let's just for the sake of it let's just entertain this idea so your boss yeah. swept it under the rug now is there any is there any case ever of the security company robbing itself because who who knows the who knows the the roots better than you guys who knows the best way to do it and make it look like a true absolutely um there's plenty of cases not at my branch but at other branches where you know employees have robbed Hmm. um armored trucks just because they do know the ins and outs um not necessarily so much money, but there was an interesting case of theft where a supervisor took one of our gas cards. It, were, it issued debit cards yeah. pretty much, but yeah. it's the corporate account. Every day after route, we swipe it at a gas pump and re- refill. And what the supervisor did was actually t- uh, he took a card and he filled up his personal vehicle with it. And he got away with it for about a year, year and a half. Oh, he filled shit. Up all three of his vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were saying like one time I'd be like, I was like, yeah, that's that's shitty. But, you know, no, oh, no, oh, OK. No, this was um, he was living on the this dime was quite the long time. Corporate mm. didn't really uh, catch on to it for a while. Damn. Uh, I was gonna say it's gotta be hard to get away, away with because I mean all you gotta go is go to one of the local gas stations to be like hey can you like you know run this thing you know you look at the cameras and it's like well if it's not like an armored truck that almost blocks out everything else the security camera sees then that's not yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's some sort of formula that the corporate uses um, because you have to enter in the odometer mileage yeah, uh, every yeah. time you fill up. Yeah. So when they see that numbers are off or if an our truck's using more gas than usual, they tend to investigate it. Mm. Yeah. Now, do they now? I don't know what you can and can't answer. So if you can't just so you can't. I've. I've I've had I had I will do the best I can, all right? Yeah, yeah, dude. I had I had some I had a military interrogator on three days ago from the dude, air. That from, episode was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And yeah. yeah. And I was like, Yo, can you talk about? It? And he was like, um, no, actually, no. And I was like, oh, I wish I could. Yeah. And there was another one where, yeah, it. They, yeah, they've said it's. They can't really say. It's not like they say anything to me that I have to edit mm-hmm. out. You know, you might say something. And I edited it out, and no one would ever be the wiser. And I, I mean, totally. I, I edit out bathroom breaks, you know. But, dear cat. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. No, no, no. I, I had a guest on this. I had a guest on this morning. It was a fashion photographer, yeah. and her her cat kept jumping in. She was like, "Sorry about my cat." I was like, "Dude, more guests than not have a cat." We'll see. <laughs> um, I, I have a bangle, man. Uh, he he's absolutely awesome. He was quite expensive but he's very vocal and yeah. he, he he just runs around and i just kind of put him into the other room and yeah. thought that he'd be okay but apparently not hey man you can let him ask you want, I, don't care. I don't care dude no no it's okay man I had, a, I had a guy that 3d prints rockets and he works for nasa and even his his cat was crawling all over shit i was like it really yeah. is like a universal <laughs> it really is a universal thing um yeah yeah so yeah, so say what you can and don't what you can't. Um, uh-huh. What are, just have my own, just as you can tell, the podcast really has no general scope. It's just stuff I find interesting. So yeah, I'm just going off the that. top of my head. Yeah, so the armored truck, I mean, how armored is it? Where Windows, tires, can you talk about that? I don't want to like give away specs, but like I just well, think um, of that. Yeah, hold this. I will tell you uh, the information that's made public. Um, okay. which is actually quite a lot. Um, I was pulling up specs for um, a couple armored trunks while I was in the industry. Yeah. And I thought to myself, they really list that on their website? Wow. Yeah. Um, some armored trucks, um, they do have roll flat tires. Um, some of them don't. Uh, I won't tell you which ones, yeah. though. <laughs> no, please don't. I, yeah. um, how armored? Um. I actually had a buddy at work back when I worked there. Um, he was military mm-hmm. and he had some sort of machinist or some sort of fabricating job or fabricating MOS. And he was doing kind of the same research as I was. Mm-hmm. And apparently some of our trucks can survive an IED. Holy shit. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily bank on that, though. I mean, I would expect a broken back and yeah, you know, yeah, the verge of death. Yeah, but you can. The truck can survive it. Yeah, it it, make, um, it definitely makes sense, though. Like, yeah, you got to think. You know, it's not it's not banana in the pocket. You know, put him up, yeah, buddy. Right. You know, it's not it's not some old. You know, <laughs> it's not some trope. It's you know, if someone's gonna mm-hmm. take out a bank or a, a, an armored truck. Knowing that mm-hmm. things exist, like GPS, no, you know, there's cameras on everything. Yeah. If you're coming in, a- absolutely. If, if you're coming in to take an armored truck in 2020, you know, 2019, uh-huh. you gotta. I mean, dude, you gotta be a trained. You gotta be a group. 
Why wouldn't you use an IED? You're not stopping well, that course. thing. What are you going to well, hit? Unless you got a Hummer. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a case up in Canada um, that one of the branches that my company has up there, um, one of their armored trucks was taken out by an IED, which is actually. <laughs> quite interesting because canada has some very restrictive explosive laws yeah more restrictive than the united states yeah but that happened um didn't really look into the details because there really wasn't any but yeah there was an ied up in canada that was two years ago i believe i mean yeah that's what I, i mean i'm just thinking something like I don't know. Like, I think there was a case in like the 90s or something where these like <clears throat> army rangers, um, they like robbed a bank and it, it, I think they eventually, okay. they, they got caught. I think they got caught. I think, I mean, the military came in and investigated it and, you know, wrong people, huh. wrong people to fuck with. But, but I mean, but what better way to do it? I mean, what better, you know, that's a team. They understand yeah. line of sight. They understand moving as one unit. Like, what better Absolutely. way? Expert marksmen, um, explosives. So, yeah, IEDs, I feel like that would just be par for the course. Yeah. Um, in all honesty, I mean, we're taught, you know, I mean, if it's a professional job um, and you can clearly see that there's more than three, they've clearly planned this for a while. Sure. And you should probably try to escape or you should really think about surrendering because granted the armored trucks are armored. Uh, I, I've done some ballistic testing on the glass and stuff and sure. they hold up quite well. Yeah. However, they're not invincible, man. Mm. I mean, you know, after 10 rounds of certain caliber, I mean, it goes straight through. Yeah. And as rounds go through, I mean, glasses kicked up and stuff. It's just not a great situation you want to be in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, so, it's, yeah, this isn't a this isn't a head of state vehicle, you know, where it's yeah. they're going to be taking fifty cows and nothing's going to yeah. happen to it. We're certainly not the vice president. And yeah, the president, man. yeah, you're, you're not you're not in the the beast that limo. But correct, I, I feel like yeah, I'm thinking you you said it, and I guess I never really thought about it. But you know, you said seriously consider escaping or surrendering. In my mind, I, I'm surrendering immediately. Like if it if it if it looks like okay. a coordinated attack, I mean this is just me. This this is why I don't drive armored okay. trucks. I'm just these aren't my millions, you know. This mm-hmm. is I'm making X dollars a year, dude. You know I got the dentals okay. Like you know it's right. you know and here are these guys that are clearly X whatever Delta Spetsnaz mm-hmm. whatever special ops or just they're well trained yeah, guys that don't mm-hmm. give enough that. They don't care enough that they're using these weapons that are probably illegal and explosives that are absolutely illegal. Yeah, man, if I'm in danger, I'm. What's up, guys? You know, I'm. Yeah, well, I mean, I would be afraid of you know ex-military, ex-special um, operations. However, I'd be terrified against ex-employee. That would really oh, freak me out. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if it's. Um, ex-military i mean you don't know that person personally Hmm. however if it's an ex-employee i mean do you really want to pull the trigger on someone that you had fun with while they were doing the job yeah yeah to me that freaks me out that yeah well not only that if it's an ex-employee them thinking about you are they disgruntled you know absolutely you know and it's and you recognize them you know Mm -hmm. they can't yeah, that's a that's a hairy situation. Yeah. Um, with armored trucks, I was thinking, 
you know, there's a military surplus of, of MRAPs, mine resistant, what is it, mine resistant, yeah. armored person, ambush, something. These huge uh-huh. trucks that are basically the middle ground between Humvees and tanks. Are they, you know, they have yeah. the V bottoms to for blast to go up. They don't survive. Yeah. They, you know, the tires get blown off, but everyone inside survives. Yeah. I feel like it would make sense that that would be, that would be, that could be used as an armored truck. Or are those not street legal or? Um, so I really think you're giving too much credit to how much money a branch could make. Okay. Um, I, I mean, is it a, uh, a lucrative industry, yes, you can make a, a, a lot of money um, if you're thinking of the business side. Mm. But with maintaining these customized vehicles, yeah. it takes a lot of man hours yeah. just to fix something very simple. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it really does. Um, you damn near need to take the engine out to um, do something very minor just because of all the armor plating. Can you can you give an example? Um, um, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Okay. However, I do know that there is a armored truck. It's an international, but it has a Mercedes Benz engine in it. And there was a lot of fabrication to make that work. Hmm. Um, really didn't get into the specifics because it wasn't my truck. However, my truck w- was a little bit more generic. Okay. Um, the mechanics of it was more redundant. Okay. Um, less bells and whistles, but still stops a bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's important. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just doesn't have doesn't have uh, automatic windows to crank windows, but stops a bullet. Like, oh, okay. Did you know that um, armored truck windows do not roll down? Oh Jesus! Ah, that makes sense though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, kind of sucks in the summer when your air conditioner um, goes out, though, huh? Oh, I actually God. have pictures of um, uh, of my phone because it has a temperature gauge on it. Um, it was 130 degrees when we lost air conditioning. I was driving inside the truck, man. That's, I was driving. <laughs> it was crazy. I was driving a U-Haul in South Georgia, 2011, moving, and I mean like Boondocks, Georgia, and yeah, the the crank window didn't work. And the AC okay. was sputtering on and off. I would just stop every like you know tenth exit just to open the door and just kind of let some air in, just because it was like, dude, I'm gonna die in this thing. But um, yeah, no. The only thing we had was is like uh, there were two vents, and they're on the top of the truck. They're like a two inch wide by four inch long sort of vent, mm. and we would uh, open it. That was our only source of real uh, cooling in those situations. Jesus. Now, yeah. did you guys ever transport anything other than money? Art, 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 I haven't had artwork? the pleasure. Okay. okay. Um, I, I've honestly heard of like odd things like artwork, gold. Sure, sure. Um, one thing that comes to mind was uh, Loomis. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I know that they in the downtown new york area they uh transport like gold dust from jewelry stores and stuff oh damn okay yeah okay um now what so i don't know anything about this stuff so i'm just asking off you know the top of my head interesting so do you guys do like um yeah again for anyone watching the podcast there's no rhyme or reason to any of these episodes. There's no, there's no timeline. There's no, we're not walking on a set script. We go off into the weeds. Um, 
Do you guys do, do you practice, what do you practice, what can you tell, um, with security maneuvers? Whether movement of personnel, movement of vehicles, do you do like, do you do driving courses? Is it about, or is it really, am I, look, am I, am I imagining this is Secret Service and it's not Secret Service? It's, it's, it's totally not Secret Service. <laughs> and actually, um, you really just get the basic security of, you okay. know, um, well, it's not necessarily basic security, but you do take some pretty kick-ass firearm classes. Yeah. Um, they are on par with law enforcement. Um, oh, cool. Matter of fact, the state that I live in, um, we take a part of the uh, DAT program. It's a uh, program that the I think, I think it's like Wisconsin law enforcement have to go through, but I only get the firearm portion. Mm-hmm. And you don't really get the uh, defensive tactics or, you, you know, learning how to handcuff someone. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it is good to know that kind of stuff. Um, matter of fact, during the armored car security gig, I did do a executive protection security as, uh, oh, yeah. as well as that. Um, that was fun. I mean, it was kind of like the generic security, but I was armed. Yeah, and we did event security, and uh, the qualifications for that armed security job was is I had to be um, certified in baton, taser, mace, and handcuffing. Hmm. That was one hell of a condensed course because I'll, I'll tell you, being maced, batoned, and tasered <laughs> in the same day absolutely <laughs> fucking sucks. <laughs> but. I mean, when you really look at it, though, I mean, it's nice having those extra certificates going into the armored car job because at least you understand how you react when you're tased or how you react when you're maced. Because I've seen a bunch of Google, uh, not reports, but news articles where someone hides behind a corner and they mace the armored car guy and steals the bag of money, you know, and... And, and I'll tell you one thing, I wouldn't want to be maced. I, I, I would never wish it on my worst enemy. That right. stuff sucks. Yeah. What, oh, my God. What is that sucks. experience? What was that? What is that experience like? If you can describe it. Um. Imagine hating yourself, but 10 times that. Um. And see, the thing is, is it, for me, my personal experience was... I felt like I was sick. I felt like I had the flu for the following 24 hours. Oh, um, after the third hour or so, you kind of come down from it. Your eyes stop kind of tingling and you kind of become normal. However, after my search, um, my certification, um, I was driving home, right? And it reactivated on the highway, and I actually had to pull over and, you know, had to cry it out again. Jesus. It was... It sucked, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's yeah. Can you, can you tell me about that uh, that executive program that... Or you said... Was executive yeah. or VIP um, or what was it? Well, it was executive protection. Okay. Um, it, it was just a normal security um, job. You know, they had their unarmed contracts and they had their armed contracts. Um, Most of the armed contracts was kind of like a private policing 
um, done for uh, homeowners associations. Mm-hmm. And what we would do is we would patrol the general area, make our observations, check in with uh, clients if need be. A specific one that I remember was a, uh, it was on a corner of a busy intersection. Uh, on the first floor of the entire building were storefronts. Mm-hmm. And on the second floor, um, it was like assisted living sort of, it was like an apartment, yeah. but assisted yeah. living. I get you. And we would patrol the entire building for the assisted living place and we'd go through the stores and stuff. And we would just make observations. If there was a problem, we'd solve it. If there wasn't a problem, we'd just walk on and write down what times we were in what store and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's re- that's really it. Mm. What's uh It was pretty cool. That is cool. What's um what now could is there are there like tiers of of armored truck services? Are there things that like exclusively do fine art or can you get like higher up with I mean you I guess you would get into diamond and platinum or I'm just looking I'm thinking of value per okay. per ounce, you know. Fiat, you can only have so much paper money. You get of into course. gold, you get into yeah. gold bars, you know, under you know, cool. Wall Street, or yeah, you know, or yeah, <laughs> London. You know, you, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the closest thing that I could think about um, what you're describing would be just levels of trust. I mean, how okay. well do you trust this employee? Has this employee been here for ten years, three years? I mean, would you rather um, trust a 15 year old? Well, not a 15 year old, but a 15 year veteran mm-hmm. over a one year veteran? Mm-hmm. If you're transporting diamonds, I, I think I'd go with the 15 year. Yeah. Um, but there's not really much of that. Um, the company I worked for really dealt with just currency okay. and coin. Okay. Coin was a big thing. Really. Oh, also ATMs as well. ATMs were a big thing. Apparently, that was our bread and butter. Really? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I kind of lucked out. I was on a route that didn't have any ATMs. Now, so you just literally just like stalking ATMs? Um, or do you yeah, just pick so, up the whole thing and take it? Uh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, ATMs are uh, bolted down to uh, concrete. Okay. Uh, it, it's really hard to just you know take yeah. an ATM. Yeah. Um, I, I've actually seen technicians uh, drill and use a bunch of saws uh, against an ATM, and it still took an hour and a half, two hours. Jeez. But of course, they're doing the right way. They weren't the to... let's drape a chain around the ATM and drive away with the truck sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. I mean, they were going to re- relocate the ATM. Yeah. But um, as far as tears, and yeah, I, I really think it's it's just all about trust. Um, we did have a Federal Reserve route. Really? Um, that was where the big money is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That is, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like a, that's the national coffer. Um, so I'm going to give you a very vague number. Okay. Um, Upwards to 321 to 350 million dollars. 
that's what was transported on that federal reserve route and I, i've been on that route is that um like one truck it's, it's a pretty cool route oh uh, yeah yeah absolutely it's one truck with it's with, a much larger truck than normal armored trucks i mean are there, are there different si- are there different sizes oh yeah Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow, let's um, get into that. Yeah. So, um, so the smallest ones that I've seen, um, have you ever seen those um, smaller sort of uh, FedEx trucks that uh, mm-hmm. are made by like Mercedes Benz uh-huh. or, or uh, made by Ford or something like that? Kind of van looking um, ones. Throw, yeah. Yeah. Um, throw a bunch of armor on that, and that's the small, smallest armored truck okay. that uh, I know of. Okay. Um, the larger ones are sort of well, they kind of look like ambulances. Okay. They're um, based off of an F three fifty. Okay. They have you know just the normal cab of what an ambulance looks like, but yeah. then they have this big square the behind big, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, small. Um, that was my style. Okay. Uh, I, I had that one. Okay. And then you had the um, bigger, boxier sort of Brinks or Dunbar looking armored trucks. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then. The largest one, it was a Class B driver's license with air brake. Um, it was a straight truck, um, but it was really long. It, it had two axles in the back, you know, um, standard tires in the front. But it was just meant to transport large sums of cash to uh-huh. and from. Uh-huh. Um, I, like I said, I was on that route and. When you see numbers that large, it's just a pain in the ass. I mean, seriously, it's heavy. Money sucks. You would think, you know, something so cool and something so awesome would weigh nothing, but it does. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I feel feel like working there. Yeah. I feel like it quickly wear off to like, look how much money. And now it's just like, we got to move this much shit. Like, yeah, I I, I can see that. Yeah. It's just like a normal shipping receiving job. It's just... I mean, I guess I do have some unique bragging rights. Um, yeah. I, I'm probably one of the few people that can say I've taken my lunch break on a pallet of 50s. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. I mean it's stupid stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's not I mean, stupid, man. I mean, cool. who else can kind of say that? Uh, I, I really don't know many. Maybe 50 Cent. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was cheesy. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, that is. Now how do they guard against guys like you? Just not to say that they're guys like you are bad. I mean, like people in that that have that. You know, you're in that situation where you can have that bragging right. How do they? What are the pallets like? You can't just you know. Obviously, they're gonna. I imagine there's a trillion safeguards, but like, what are some? Is it just like that heavy sort of like plastic wrapping on it? Because how do they not know that you're just? Because you don't even need a stack if you could just get. I'm just I'm just thinking from so, my broke mind. Uh, are you asking out. how it comes from the Federal Reserve? I'm asking everything, yeah. So let's start oh, with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, how money typically comes from the Federal Reserve is in 1,000 bills, okay. and that becomes a brick. So if it is a brick of 10s, it's 10,000. If it is a brick of 1s, it's just 10,000. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, it's one thousand. Yeah, it's one thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tens, sorry, I can't, I can't math anymore. Dude, but it's fine. I, I never I learned. I think you kind of see the, uh, um, the correlation there. Yeah. Um, and then for every brick, um, I forgot how much 
is on a layer on a pallet. I mean, I think there might be 15 or 20 and then the next tier of that. And then you just build up and then it, it, it just goes from there. And yeah. then, yes, um, it, it, it is plastic wrapped. Yeah. But in, in all actuality, I've never seen a full palette of ones. Mm. Typically, it's like 20s, 50s, yeah. um, because that's what you get when you need to do ATMs. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, as far as bags from uh, major branches like U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, um, Bank of America, they literally just bundle the money in their respective straps and they bundle them in, I actually think it's the same standard as the Federal Reserve, you know, and they mm-hmm. make their own bricks, but then they rubber band them together and just throw them into large bags. Okay. I, I, I can think of a time where we picked up like $8 million mm-hmm. in 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our daily ATM money. Okay. You know, we were constantly filling ATMs. And the money itself came in like four bags, and we just picked it up, scanned it, threw it in the truck, and went. Mm. So sounds kind of crazy. I mean, I'm throwing yeah. out large numbers. Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, I'm not in the field anymore. And I'm just thinking to myself, geez, <laughs> the smallest bag could just buy me a house you, or buy me a nice car. You just buy, but, yeah, dude, 8 million. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's what such, could you do with 8 million? Me? What would I do? Or, yeah. Honestly, man, I think I would. I think I would go get, I think I would get like a small, I would want, I wouldn't want to live in like a bad place. I would want to go to like a relatively like nice, you know, in terms of safety. Yeah. I would get, dude, I would get like, I would get a one room apartment. No, I'd get two in case I, you know, have friends and brothers in town. And I would just, I would find something that I knew that I could rent out for the next 70 years. And then everything after that, I would have it put away. Kind of like what lottery smart lottery winners do. Well, they'll uh, literally like yeah. sign it away to fu- there. There's like some legal thing where you can sign it away to your future self, basically. And gotcha. okay. you have to go through like hell and back to get it out. And if you do sort of break your contract, you forfeit that money to like the bank that's holding it. So you could say okay. you could say, OK, I got eight million dollars. Let's say rent. Let's just say it's ten thousand a year. Next 70 years. 70, 700,000, let's just call it a million. All right. Mm-hmm. You can, then you can say insurance, groceries, all that stuff. Let's say that's another 2 million over 70 years. That 5 million left. You could say, I want, I want a hundred thousand a year. And that's for mm-hmm. plane tickets, movies, every restaurant. You know, you want to go act like an idiot at a bar and ball out, get bottle <laughs> service, whatever, you know. Buy the bar out and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You want to go have those experiences, sure. But, it would be, and then you'd hit a hundred thousand, divide it into let's say a hundred twenty thousand. So it'd be ten thousand a month. You could even go down to like twenty five hundred a week. So every Sunday you could go get twenty five Ben Franklins, right? Okay. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I would do. I would take care of the expenses I knew I had to have, mm-hmm. just so I'm not, you know, ever asking anyone for money. And then I would of like course. I would lock it. I would lock it away from myself. Because I'm impulsive and I know that about myself and I've, I've gotten much better about it over the years. But <laughs> what, I, what I would do is, yeah, to, long, to answer your question, 
I would make sure that I could stay alive. Place to live with a locked door, food, water, insurance. Mm -hmm. Honestly, man, I've taught myself graphic design. I think I would... I think I would cool. do. I think I would do this podcast. I think I would do graphic design with the knowledge that I didn't have. To, I didn't have to make anything. It would just be I'm making whatever yeah. I want. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, you know, I'd probably allow myself. I get rid of my Xbox because I play too much video games. I would probably get an Xbox. I would honestly, man. I think I would just. What I would do is I would get rid of the anxiety of never, of you know, do I have enough money to survive. I would yeah. I would get rid of the anxiety. I would probably still go try to yeah, build this that. podcast into something or build graphic design into something. But it would be nice knowing that like no matter if I failed, I had my own Yeah. That's what I would do, dude. Eight million. Now if I got eighty million, eight hundred million, shit, dude, then get a couple of Rolls Royces, a tiger, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You just buy an L an elephant, a giraffe, hell, and just, hell, just hell, stupid yeah. stuff, right? Oh yeah, make Mike Tyson look tame, like you know, right? Go get a couple white leopards and an eagle. Oh, I have my own flock of penguins. Yeah, Why? exactly. Huh? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't because. know because you don't have one. You know, me and the penguins would roll up to the bar, dude. Me and a, a lot. Badass, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine. Actually, I, I saw a video on YouTube of this penguin in Japan, and I, I think it's Japan. Well, it's some Asian country mm -hmm. and what this penguin does is its owner straps a little backpack onto it and this penguin tra travels like five miles to the closest like butcher store and the butcher feeds this penguin for free he just throws him a few uh fish gives him one right away and throws the extra into his backpack mm -hmm. and he just walks home and I thought that was really cool. I kind of want a penguin. I would. But... I would need like ten penguins. Yeah, right. They would. Oh, all, that'd be cool. I would want them to have. Um, I'd want them to have on uh, bow ties. I'd want all the penguins to have on bow ties. Yeah, you know, naturally. And classy. Um, yeah, classy penguins. Maybe some like. Uh, what are some? What are some really nice glasses? Not Oakley. Something better. What's like a um, like a Gucci? Gucci? Ray Ban is yeah. a name brand yeah i'm thinking whatever like ti or like you know like some gucci yeah. or um coach yeah um, yeah armani yeah i mean stuff uh, des like that. designer bags too they're little backpacks yeah you gotta go you gotta they're go too small though i don't care it's all about flaunting dude yeah. it's all about you got you got oh, okay. you got 10 penguins okay you're peacocking no, yeah yeah it. yeah okay i'm at because if i'm at 10 penguins i'm clearly like i'm out there flexing you know so yeah, some Versace, you know, Dolce and Cabana, cool. yeah. Um, Louis Vuitton. Yes, yes. Um, okay. And I definitely, I definitely need like a stretch, like a stretch Rolls Royce for my penguins. Okay. So me and my penguins roll together. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the weirdest flex I would do if I had, you know, $8 million or, you know, just an absurd amount of money is like on Christmas or like Valentine's Day, I think I would uh, buy out like every other seat at a movie theater and stuff so couples couldn't sit next to each other or, you know, just stupid stuff like yeah, that. Um, every other seat. Or, <laughs> you know, if I had a bunch of money, I would want to be buried in the most inconvenient spot. Okay. Like in the Not middle Everest. of the highway where they actually have to make a roundabout around me. 
You know, just to remind them of, you know, that asshole that was that, buried there. Just throw down, just, yeah, you would just throw down, you'd throw like two million at a politician and be like, reroute be 85. Cold, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, or I'd go, I don't know, like tip amount of, or I might go some like Horcrux shit, like have my body chopped up in like seven pieces and buried on like every continent in the most, in like yeah. the highest elevation. Or I don't know, I think I'd put my coffin in orbit. That's what I would do. Okay. Orbit, yeah. If I had an absurd amount of money, I think I'd want the tip of Mount Everest. Like, legitimately go up to the top, cut off the tip, and give it to me. Oh, not buried there. Not not buried there. You're not buried there. You just want the, well, you're alive. Yeah. Bring it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want the tip. It'd have to be, like, the soil, though, because you're going to just have the ice because it's It's just going to, that's just going to melt and be water, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd have to be uh, the top know, some soil, soil or yeah. some rock or something. Just, yeah, I'd want all the flags. Yeah. That's what I would want. I want all the flags up there. Every time someone goes up there and yeah, plants a flag, I would have my own team of Sherpas. <laughs> I'd be like, fetch me their flags. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all, all of their accomplishment flags, just yes. take them down. Yes. <laughs> I'd, I'd want shit like that. Yeah, I'd want, yeah, I want flags from, I'd want flags from like state buildings. Um. Actually, you know That'd what? Be cool. I think I would probably fuck it. If I got like Jeff Bezos money, um, honestly, man, I think I'm probably just like contracting all of Blackwater, starting my own, cor- starting my own just army. <sighs> actually, I talked about this with my cousin over Thanksgiving. <laughs> I would go to, we would go to, we'd go to Africa. I'd find some war torn yeah. section. And I would have some uh, with my military connects. I would have out there airdrop in materials. I'd build a bare, you know, 30, 40 foot uh-huh. wall. I'd make a compound and I would just, I would literally play like, like medieval king. I would build a compound and be, be like, cool. yeah, and be like, okay, over the next year. Feudal warlord. Yes, over the next year, it'd be like me and my army who would just be paid ridiculously. I'd be like, I want this wall moved 100 yards that way. And we would just build until we came into contact with other warlords. And because it's war-torn in an war-torn area of uh, Africa, you know, I would just conduct warfare, man. I'd probably, you know, we talked about I would get the CIA. I'd be like, hey, yeah. you guys need some shit that's going on that you can't have going on? Come to me. Yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, I don't have that money. So, <laughs> me neither. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to transport it, but yeah. like, yeah, it was not my money. <laughs> yeah, but so it's how, how do they guard? So they guard against stuff like um, not that I wouldn't like to talk about penguins forever, but it's right. I would love to have my. T- what I would do is I would I would buy out entire stadiums. During shit like the Super Bowl or World Series, yeah, right. Just buy out the entire Super Bowl, every seat empty. No one's to be everyone. No, 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 no one's there, and it would just be the Super Bowl with just no crowd. How eerie would yeah. that be? World Series, or how about no this? Um, buy out the entire Super Bowl and then buy out all of those damn ads. Yeah, just yeah, just clear airwaves just oh, no so, oh so there's no whatsoever. ad there's no ad. it doesn't cut yeah so it's literally yeah. just like all right they pull, call the timeout and it just shows them walking there's no <laughs> yeah. crowd it's Seriously. just it's just kind of silent panning 
Yeah, and I would, I would, I would buy out the announcers too. No announcers. It's just, it's just that'd, be, that'd be cool. It's just, just a Super silence. Bowl of just of you just hear the players hitting. It's just no announcer, and the game just mm-hmm. ends, and then that's it. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, or I'd get like Gilbert Gottfried to like announce it. You know, someone with a really annoying voice. Like, oh, I can't even do his voice, but you know, something like that. Throwing Nicki Minaj and stuff. Yeah, and just yeah. cringe. Yeah, or I'd put like I'd put like Matt Stone and Trey Parker, like the South Park guys. I'd have I'd have them voice it. They'd be doing like Butters voice. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, like, like I'm like, yeah, you guys. <laughs> like, what, 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 <laughs> what, 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 Kyle? <laughs> you know, okay, um. All right, students. Um, That'd be great, Mr. Slave. Yeah, but yeah. So, but how? Do, so they obviously there's GPS in the cars. They're obviously there's ways. There's that, and there's there's ways to obviously make sure you aren't stealing. How big is a brick? Um, can you show imagine me? Imagine like, buying. Well, uh, well, actually, imagine buying a PlayStation Four. The box that it comes in, okay, it's roughly that. Okay, it's you know about that. Yeah, thick. yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's about that wide. Well, that wide. Yeah. I mean, it's sure. maybe seven pounds, or yeah. uh, might be a little bit more than that. Might be yeah. ten. Yeah. So, however, uh, boxes of coin—that's a different story. Yeah. So, that shit's heavy. Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you fuck with that? That's got to be like doll, um, dollies and shit, right? Well, so um, a box of quarters is five hundred dollars worth of quarters, and that is twenty five pounds. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe a hundred dollars nickels. That is a box. Um, that weighs right around like twelve and a half pounds. Okay. I forgot what a box of pennies, dimes. And so the other it, one is, but um, is it all hundred dollars? So it's, is that what a box? No, is? oh, no, 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 no. So a, a box of pennies is fifty dollars. Okay, I was um, thinking a it box was... of dimes is two fifty. Okay. Um, the nickels is one hundred, and then the box of quarters is five hundred. Okay. Do you guys? Did you do stuff like half dollars and whole dollars, or like the second? Yeah, second yeah. Away coins. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So the. Dollar coins was a, a thousand. Um, oh, the okay. half dollars, I honestly don't remember. Mm. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's. But how do you how do you how do you move those? So we actually just throw it in the back of the armored truck. Um, we stack it the way we need to, typically by customers. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if a customer is ordering twenty five boxes, we'll try to. Mm, keep that separate from other clients okay um it doesn't necessarily stay as you know 20 boxes of quarters here 20 boxes of nickels here you know i mean we do try to keep things together mm-hmm. um and one guy hops out he's loads it up onto a dolly and he wheels it in and so i mean that's typically what it is and do you go in with him because if yeah, uh, if you're pushing absolutely. a dolly, I'm thinking like I'm you're not in a spot to grab your firearm if you need mm-hmm. it. So do you have a guy no. with free hands following? Yeah, okay, uh, absolutely. I I actually operated a three man crew. Um, okay, we had the driver leave one in the truck. And then okay, the, yep, and then the one in the back, 
And then I was next to the driver up front because I was the crew leader. I knew the ins and outs of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used to be a, a messenger, so I know the ins and outs of all, all the contracts. Mm. But I, I was truly the brains of the operation for the truck. Mm. And yes, I would actually get out and help my messenger and you know i would face away from him as he was stacking coin mm. or he was putting cash into his bag um and when he was done he would close the back of the armored truck and we'd go in and service the site mm. that's pretty much how it worked mm. now how, how do they so a pallet is wrapped but are bricks wrapped um bricks of uh oh of uh of paper money paper money so it really depends on the brick itself if it's been if it's actually been from the federal reserve or not Mm -hmm. um if it's from the federal reserve then yes it's actually wrapped and it's actually packed better than how drug lords pack cocaine i mean it it really is really it's really neat yeah i you take off the outer wrapper and it's saran wrapped and then Mm. you take off the saran wrap and then it's in just this vacuum sealed bag i mean it's packaged very neatly great a work i mean seriously (laughs) um But say if it's like from a bank branch itself, I mean, it's not necessarily in a brick. It's typically just strapped and um, held together by a rubber band or two. Mm -hmm. Okay. So something like that, how would, how would they, how do they protect against someone just not even getting greedy and taking a brick, just Mm -hmm. pinch off one bill. If you can grab 150 or one, 100 i mean there's food mm-hmm. like you know well, how, how do they protect is it is it serial numbers it, they look at it, or is it just serial numbers it's chain of custody as well i mean everything is tracked mm-hmm. everything is mm-hmm. tracked um if it comes from the federal reserve you get documentation showing which serial number to which serial number mm-hmm. however it's from if it's from a branch then you don't necessarily get the serial number from serial number it's just odd serial numbers Mm. stacked together however the bags themselves they come in are very tamper evident and they're very temper resistant too um that reminds me of a story quickly and let me digress for a moment so uh so my younger brother he was 17 at the time and we had a bunch of this tamper evidence wrapping paper, pretty much. Um, it stretched to n- no God's end. Seriously. I mean, you could take a square inch of it and stretch it, you know, six square inches. It was just that stretchy, but before it snapped. Yeah. Um, and what I did was I, uh, I, I took six rolls of duct tape and I just took a, a bunch of this wrapping paper and I wrapped his Christmas present. In. <laughs> I mean, he, he honestly struggled for a good yeah. hour. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. I mean, it was, it was very gratifying. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so it, it was really nice, but back to the wrapping paper itself, oh, I yeah. mean, it, it's very stretchy. I mean, it, it's gray. And then when you stretch it, it turns to like a white. I mean, oh, it's just stretched okay. gray. Yeah, so I mean, you you can clearly tell if it's tampered. Okay. So I mean, there's a lot of 
tamper evident um, okay. technology. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't cut anything and get away with it. Yeah. You, you okay. can't just like make a small hole yeah. or small slice here uh-huh. because it, it just wouldn't work. Okay. Everyone would, would know that you did it. Yeah. So it'd be so it's it's like a bunch of the you know i guess variations of things like a die pack right yeah okay yeah absolutely so um die packs are more sort of like the 80s and 90s okay um the only bank that i knew that used to do uh die packs was wells fargo okay but I think they maybe discontinued it. Don't yeah. quote me on that because yeah. they might still. Yeah. Not quite sure. Yeah. Um, the concept of, of die packs are kind of cool, though, right? Yeah. Like, ha ha ha, let's yeah. boom. You yeah. know, oh, no, oh, the money awesome. is gone. Yeah. You know, I, I can't use it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, die packs are more of like a outdated outdated technology. Okay. Um, they more rely on the serial numbers. When you pick up money from like a bank, you actually have to sign a document saying that you certify that the bag is sealed and in good order. There's mm. no punctures, there's mm. no tears, there's no holes. Mm. Now, if you deliver that bag to your branch or to somewhere else and there's a tear and everything, that person's going to reject it because the chain of custody is bad. Mm. And who does that fall on? Well, the person delivering the money. Hmm. So then there is an investigation into the person delivering the money. And then, you know, you have to write an incident report or you have to explain why you're trying to deliver a bag of money that's tore open. Okay. And that's never easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, dude, feel free to – I feel bad. I feel free to let your cat out. <laughs> it sounds like he's going crazy. Dude, I, I know. Like, here, here, yeah, dude, let him, you can let him out. I don't care. Yikes. Tell him like, to join the podcast, what? dude. <laughs> oh, poor guy. He can come out, buddy. Um, yeah. Um, Here you see him. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I named him at, uh, Capone. Oh, and, nice. Nice. Um, have you heard of the St. Valentine's Day massacre? Uh, massacre in yeah. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's named after that gangster, man. Yeah. That's weird because <laughs> the girl I talked to earlier is from, yeah. was in Chicago yeah. and today's Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, dude, there was a kid I that was in my older brother's class when I was in like third grade in New Hampshire in the 2000s, early 2000s. It, I think the year 2000. His grandfather was Al Capone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. As hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so with the with the tamper evident, um, yeah. So it changes color when it stretches, but could you? I mean, obviously they would see in the chain of custody. You know, someone would be like, "This is torn," but yeah, I feel like it would be easier to get away with you know a tear than a ch- a color changed stretch. Let's say it's Friday afternoon. Well, they just fuck it, whatever, sign it, you know, and they don't see that the tear. More times than I want to admit to. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, it really comes down to the person that is giving the other person the money. So okay. we all go through ba- our background checks. Our fingerprints are on file with the FBI, oh, and geez. in my case, my fingerprints went to Canada oh. just because my 
my uh, my company is Canadian based. Okay. So, um, you really can't get away with it. Mm. But the bag itself is a very stretchy plastic, but it's clear. Um, the tamper evidence plastic is used in certain special circumstances. Um, the top of the bag itself is a very sticky, very thin tamper evident adhesive. I, I, I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you peel off like this wax paper to expose the sticky part of the uh, top of the bag, and then you fold it over. But see okay. if you actually um, try to um, tear it back up, um, the letters void will appear uh, all oh, over shit. that red top. So oh, you uh, obviously know that there was some tampering. Oh, shit. And that's obviously bad. You don't want that. You want a nice beautifully sealed mm. bag that doesn't show any letters whatsoever mm. now, um now could you accidentally you know i'm just thinking of my clumsy yeah. ass like you know I, I worked in shipping and receiving in high school in like 2005 yeah. wrapping pallets and shit granted they're door frames not not bricks okay. of cash but uh yeah but yeah i mean there'd be times where we'd accidentally you know you know fall off the the dolly or the not dolly yeah dolly i guess and you know or shit would fall off the edge of the truck and you know yeah heavy weight pulling on itself it stretched the plastic uh, i'm just thinking in my mind my anxious mind like bringing in a a brick of 50s and something happening and it falling and it just like and all of a sudden it you know it fell at an angle and it stretched and i'm just like oh shit now i have this thing it's changed colors or whatever i did something yeah. and it says now it says void and I'm gonna be freaking out. Like, what do you? If something happens by accident, what do you do? You just immediately inform you, your superior. Your supervisor detains you, and the cash vault services that receives the money counts it. If it's a bill off, guess what? You now have restitution. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's that moment of truth. You know, I mean, you give them a bag that's been tampered with. Mm. It's counted immediately, and if it's short then you're in a lot of trouble man yeah yeah yeah. they legitimately ask you where's the money yeah okay well if you don't have the money who has it yeah and i mean it's you're pretty much detained at that point yeah i I mean i've never seen it to where you count the money or the um the vault counts its money and you're over because the machines that actually receive the money that you put into a bag are very precise. Mm, so yeah, yeah, I've never be. seen an incident where that's the case. But if a bag is ever under, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's not good. That's that's some <laughs> mob boss shit. Where's my money? Yeah, right. Where's, Where's my, my money? money? You yeah. better go get my money. Yeah, family guy. Matter of fact, I have a story to tell you about that. <laughs> so, so, um. Rock goes completely normal. My messenger is in the back, and what he does is he actually separates the um, bank deposits by bank. So if a client uses Wells Fargo, mm-hmm. it goes into the Wells Fargo bag. If it is a U.S. bank client, it goes into the U.S. bank bag. Okay. Or if it's anything else, it goes into the anything else bag. And what happened was is when he was throwing a bag – of cash into the bag um he missed and he he didn't notice it 
And what happened was is uh, we have a small little bench or table in the back to where we uh, would put money into ATM cassettes. And what happened was is there is shelving to the left of this table. And there's a very small crack in between. Uh, you can't get your finger in between. It's seriously the size of like a quarter. Okay. And what happened was is a bag fell in between there. And we were short one bag and it had a serial number. And for the um, for one day, um, that bag was unaccounted for. We had so much documentation because what it looked like was a actual missing bag. Yeah. And that is a very rare occurrence mm. and that's extremely investigated. And what ended up happening was a uh, supervisor and I had to damn near pull the truck apart to find it mm. because it, if it wasn't in the armored truck, we had to then think, well, um, looks like that bank deposit fell out of the bag back to the truck mm. and that would have fall uh, would have fallen on me and the messenger Mm. and if that's if that happens then uh i lose a certain amount of pay per hour and so does he yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i imagine i imagine they gotta have now now was that was that problem fixed like that little slit. absolutely we found it man i took a picture yeah yeah but like that piece of the truck crazy do you feel Um, what'd you do did you like fill in that piece so it didn't happen again? Um, or were you just aware so that that spot was there? We put tape over it. I mean, we, we took some duct tape and we put it over the, the top of that crack so okay. it wouldn't happen again. Okay. Um, luckily, it never happened again after that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to, like, missing bags of money, I mean, you kind of have to think outside the box like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, He's craving attention, man. Dude, I did. It's fine. I get it. Um, <laughs> uh, did you did you ever do anything with like uh, casinos? Like, yeah, yeah. So there were actually a few casinos um, around where I lived. Um, let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, right around three or four casinos. Um, for the longest. The longest of time, um, the largest one in, in, in the state that I live in, um, we were in charge of all of their ATMs. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Holy fucking money that's put in there. I, be- uh, I believe uh, like, it. serious, man. Yeah. Uh, like hundreds, fifties, and that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. that's all the casinos would order. Yeah. But uh, on the other hand, uh, there was a uh, smaller um, – there was a smaller uh, – um, casino that would order just a shit ton of quarters and just coin yeah and man that stuff was so heavy um a bag of quarters is a thousand dollars and it comes in you know a really big heavy duty bag and it has a handle on it and we would deliver skids of it um skids having i'd say about 60 bags of uh per skid i i guess i'd say yeah. i mean may, maybe more yeah so um let's see um not so much pennies everyone hates pennies yeah everyone, um, everyone hates also pennies. hates nickels 
Yeah. I hate nickels, man. Yeah. 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 25 cents or fuck off, you know? It's, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, did you guys charge differently based on what you are transporting, or is it owned by the bank? Because if you're transporting $100, it's easier to get $1,000 in 100. I'll just for example, that would, be ten, yeah. that would be 10 bills versus, let's say, someone needs 10000 or $1,000 in nickels. I mean, uh-huh. that the amount of gas it takes, that, that's got to be well, drastically different. So we we had no control over what the contract said because, you know, someone else with a bit more brains um, did the whole contracting. Yeah. Let's figure out how much money we can drain for them sort of thing. Yeah. But for us, we charged based on the minute. And we um, charged based on mileage and the amount of money we were delivering to and from. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, um, for example, if a casino um, were to pay for three hours of service and it only took an hour and a half for that service, we legitimately had an hour and a half to kill. Mm. You know, I mean, if that meant, you know, going out to eat, yeah. um, which we never did, yeah. or, you know, stopping at a McDonald's or yeah. just going back to our vault and chilling for an hour and a half, that's what we do. <laughs> Rolling up to McDonald's in an armored truck. <laughs> right? Yeah. Try to hand a Big Mac through the gun port. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be. Just put the ice cream machine right up to it. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, the large pop doesn't fit through here. Yeah, yeah. ma'am, I am in. So, ma'am, uh, I am in an armored truck. I will drive through. I will drive through this building. Um, what it, what is like? What is the mileage like on those things? <laughs> um, man, it's shit. Yeah. Um, I. Um, for mine, and to keep in mind, I didn't really have the largest armored truck. Yeah. Um, mine was one of the smaller ones, and they actually got the worst gas mileage out of the bunch. Uh, really? I was running three and a half to four miles per gallon. Jesus. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. Jesus, but dude. Here's the cool thing, though. Um, so you remember me talking about how my company would issue me like a gas card, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they also said, feel free to use your own personal rewards card. (laughs) So we would get points on top of that. And at the time, what we would do is we would save up to like 250,000 points and we buy like $50 worth of Amazon gift cards and stuff. And we just save them up and, you know, buy something cool off of Amazon after a year. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty sick. Right. Um yeah man yeah i think that i think the m1 abrams tank i'm pretty sure it gets two miles a gallon but it also has a really um huge tank too I, I, yeah um, well no gas and gas or oh yeah like that. That, yeah but i was just laughing at like years you know it might be two gallons a mile actually well, I mean, that would make sense because, I mean, if, if, I think it's some sort of, like, jet engine engine thing that they put in that fricker. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it, it's crazy, but overall, that thing has a range of, like, 250-some miles. Yeah, they're crazy. The yeah, right? Episode, episode number five of this podcast, that guy that operated M1 Abrams tanks. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Dude, he talked about it was so powerful and just so well armored and insulated. He said you actually didn't hear the gun. 
right? The um, primary I, I was watching something on the History Channel to where they were saying something on the lines of uh, their tank of some sort was disabled and RPGs were just bouncing off of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think I think I've, se- I think I've seen I, that because I, mean, I remember that factoid. Was, yeah, yeah. It's like certain tanks. They took something like seventeen RPGs, and they're yeah, fine. yeah. And it was it's still it's still classified because it's like well they can't yeah. tell you they can't tell you how the armor works, right? Yeah, apparently some composite armor. I, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wish I kind of had that armor on my armored truck. But, I wish I had it on my Civic, uh, dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? You know, is, is that what you drive a Honda Civic? Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah. Got that VTEC going on. Yeah, yeah, dude. I got that that puppy can get up to sixty miles an hour in just under a minute, man. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. My friend lives in Baltimore. Whenever I go up there, I fucking wish I had some composite armor. Um, right. Yeah. So I always I forgot to do it with you with every guest beforehand. I I, I ask yeah. them how long are they free to talk, just so I don't hold them hostage. I don't want to like hold you hostage talking. Cause I can keep... Oh no! Trust me, I'd let you know. Okay. Um, okay. How, how about this? Um, you have me for the rest of my phone battery life, and that's uh, I'm at currently thirty uh, percent. Okay. So you have me for thirty percent more. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take it. Cool. Yeah. Um, Has it really been an hour? Yeah. Doesn't Damn. it? Doesn't it fucking fly? Cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. That, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's what the girl said earlier. She was like, We just talked for an hour. I was like, We just talked for an hour and forty five minutes. And she was like, Holy <laughs> shit. And I was to me that that to me that's good feedback for me. Because that means it's that means it's enjoyable. Yeah. If, if you're looking yeah, at the sure. clock and you're like, It's only been fifteen minutes, well that I don't that to me that makes me a terrible host. I don't want oh, I, I don't want it to feel like yeah, I don't want it to feel like a, an investigation. Um <laughs> Um, I mean, you haven't even read my Miranda rates yet. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> yeah, you're a terrible fucking officer, Tommy. Um, so what's the what's the funniest thing you ever saw while working? Because that's something I always ask um, people that. Like, what's something funny? Because you never really expect it. I've, I mean, I, I've really seen some silly things. I mean, most of it is just some petty stuff mm-hmm. like – We'll be outside of a target or um, or my driver. What he'll do is he'll film some silly stuff happening. Mm. One incident was outside of a target. He was waiting for us to come out. And he actually filmed these people walking into the sliding glass door and smacking straight right into it, yeah. expecting the doors to open. Yeah. And this happened repeatedly. Like when you see one person smack into the door, there are people behind them that obviously saw the person get hit by the door, but they'd smack into the door themselves. Yeah. And, and, you, it, it, and it's just that repetitive stupidity that's just... You guys just camped it, it out. It really and, breaks um, your straight face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> You're trying to... Straight face, we got a million dollars. Straight face. Yeah. Oh, we can't, we can't yeah, be laughing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We got to look cool. Yeah, we got to look you cool. Know? Gotta show them the guns. Gosh, holy shit, another lady did it. Yeah. You know, hey, in their defense, if you ever walked into a glass door, I have on like two occasions in my life, goddamn, if I'm not thankful that no one was around. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just... no, so I, I think the most disturbing thing I've saw yeah. was we were traveling down a street, I guess. Um, it was a two-way street, um, 35 miles per hour. And 
as we were passing this intersection, we saw this homeless guy on the corner masturbating out in public. And Naturally. that was just, that's just, yeah, it was just one of those things you just kind of turn your head and look away from. Yeah. Just, I mean, it just kind of threw what a, you off. What a better like, way to rob an armored really truck. doing that? What a better way to uh, rob an armored truck. Hey, don't yeah. look, don't look at me. It's, it's a great I, distraction. I'm, I'm yeah, exactly. You, like, I'm jerking yikes. off, and you're not going to look at me. And now my three friends from the other side, they they hit you with a tractor trailer from the other side because you're too busy trying not to look at you know <laughs> Harry Bob yeah. over there jerking a slim jim. It's now. Do you play? <laughs> sorry, have you uh have you played Grand Theft Auto? Have you played Grand Theft Auto Five? I haven't. Uh, I personally have not. Um, I, I haven't even played the online. Matter I've, fact, never, I've the never played Grand online. Grand Theft Auto that I've played was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for the PS2. Okay. That was the last one I've ever played. Well, hey, man, you need to pick up 4 and 5 because they're both fantastic. Yeah. I've never, yeah, you said I've never even played online. Dude, I've played Grand Theft Auto 5. I've probably played the campaign 100 times. I've never played online. I don't give a shit. I don't want to play with other people. <laughs> I just want me versus, okay. me versus NPCs. Slaughter. Me versus the world. Exactly. <laughs> Now, well, I was gonna say on there is you can rob armored trucks, but uh-huh. yeah, I guess we can't really go into that if you haven't played. Yeah, no, I've breaking my balls. Yeah, it, um, it, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, just to play a video game on something that I've did. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. There's, that'd be cool. There's a mission where yeah, there's a mission where you do a distract. You like block the, you block a road with like a dump truck. No, with a garbage truck, and the armored truck is you know has to come to a stop. And it meanwhile. One of the characters is barreling down in a pickup truck, and he hits hits yeah. the side of it at like eighty, flips the armored truck. Doesn't end well for you. They open it up and they execute him. But you know, <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, typically in those situations, I mean, you're kind of fucked anyways. Yeah. 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 Um. Has what what good criminal experiences have you like have you you kind of touched on this earlier but like has there been attempted robberies aside from just the jackass with the huge wrench like has there ever are there ever any like do you get are you in contact with the police more than the average civilian or is it for for you oh, is it still 911 absolutely so um let me give you the example sure. uh i think i was two and a half years in I, I hadn't had my own crew yet, um, but what ended up transpiring was is there was this two-door car. I don't really remember the maker model. However, what happened was is it actually started following us. Hmm. And after the second stop, you know, I, I just kind of had that gut feeling of, oh, that's, that's something that we need to call in. So legitimately, the uh, 911 phone call was, is, hey, um, my name is so-and-so. Uh, we are an armored truck. Here is where we are going. This vehicle that's currently behind us has been following us for two stops, and we have a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we actually kind of lucked out because it took about 20 minutes to get to the next contract. And by then, we actually had a, a couple uh, undercover uh, cop cars waiting for us. And as soon as we uh, got onto the premise, that car entered the parking lot, and those undercover vehicles swarmed it. And oh, I actually, I actually have a picture um, because you know armored trucks are 
secure ish. Yeah. And I actually took a picture of the cops coming up with their AR 15s. Oh, shit. And they, uh, yeah, they arrested the uh, person in the passenger on the spot because yeah. he dropped a pistol. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. right? Oh, like um, it. The, oh. Yeah, dude, the driver fled because Ooh. one an undercover cop car came from the front and the other. Uh, cop car came from the back, and when the driver saw that, he ran. Um, the driver himself had a shotgun, oh, but he left shit. that. Uh, yeah, he, he he left that in the driver's seat. Oh <laughs> shit! So this yeah. wasn't this wasn't just no. The, oh, they were going to rob us. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. Woo. <laughs> so I mean, close call. I mean, was I actually in any kind of danger? I mean. No, not really. I mean, I kind of let the police deal with it. Yeah. But um, what if you hadn't picked I mean, up on had it? Had the police not been there, I mean, what could have happened? I mean, maybe they would have followed us for the fourth and fifth stop and left. Yeah. Or maybe they w- would have got out and tried to shoot the truck up. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I gave the order to not open the truck mm. whatsoever. Mm. I, I mean, just because I didn't want my messenger to get shot while attempting to service i mean we're not there to risk our lives we're there to deliver to deliver money yeah that's what it really comes down to i mean that's is yeah it's crazy man creepy that's right so what if you hadn't now what was was it in the i don't i'm sorry if you said it i didn't remember that's right was it was was this like in the middle of the night was it very clear that there's like broad daylight um actually around noon how did you pick up on it was it like spidey senses or is that something you're trained to look look for i'm just paranoid as fuck (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead serious i'm just paranoid as fuck dude you gotta be when you're fucking delivering 300 million dollars like yeah yeah man it's (laughs) just paranoid as fuck (laughs) jesus dude I, i mean um, you recently interviewed a uh, police sergeant, right? Sergeant James Osaro, yes. Yeah, I mean, 21 years or 20 yeah, 21 years of years, service, right? 21 years, yes. Now, um, I actually watched that podcast a, a little bit, and he actually picks up on something that I can really uh, vouch for, and that's just the heightened sense of awareness of everything. Uh, I mean, when it comes to... Being aware of your surroundings, I, I've described it to friends and family as if you drop a quarter in, in two rooms over down the hallway, I, I will hear it. Mm. I, I mean, it, it, if you yeah. make the slightest of noises, I will hear it. I, yeah. I mean, it was like this godlike sort of sense. Yeah. You are legitimately hyper aware of everything. I, I mean, yeah, it, it's really weird to describe it. No, it, it, and it kind of seems surreal until you've actually experienced it yourself. You know, I've, I actually talked about this yesterday. I've had on three times now Dominic Milton Schott, the author of the Drug Users Bible. It's cool shit, dude. It's old English, yeah. old English guy. Barely understand. Didn't watch what he, that podcast yet. That guy, that guy's a trip. Um, but we talked. We talked about yesterday. We actually talked about like not drugs. We talked about meditation and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've been meditating since like two thousand and eight. And I've had like five experiences or so that were like truly transcendental. I've probably That's had cool. like I've probably had like three thousand just like normal good me- meditate today. Just yeah. slow down, you just kind of you know. I'd say it's just kind. Of, it's almost like a quick like pep talk. You just 
zone in. You're like, okay, let's not freak out. We're just the self-aware monkey living on a rock, flying through outer space. Stop freak out, you know? Let's not freak out. We got a podcast today. But in between those two, the transcendental, I am one with everything, and just the mm-hmm. catch your breath, there's a middle ground. I'd say I've probably had about 30 of those experiences. And what that middle ground is, <clears throat> I've, you know, I'd say 30 over 10 years, so let's say three years. haven't had them in a couple of years. But what I would say is they are hyper-aware. Like, I remember mm-hmm. I'd be meditating in my room in Athens, Georgia, in college. And it wasn't just like you're aware of everything, like you're watching your surroundings. It's a, it's superhuman. It's, yeah. and I've read, I've, I've read about it before with meditative states where it's like, they talk about it. It's like, it's not the normal, like divine home. They're like, no, it's this other <laughs> one. But you'll hear people talk about it. Like, yeah, like I could see every leaf on the tree like i could seriously you can someone opens a door downstairs and like you feel like just the slight like just change in pressure it's mm-hmm. someone turns on a sink and it's instead of just like oh someone turns on a sink it's almost like you can like the water's coming out of the ground through the pipes it's almost like your sphere of awareness has expanded it's it's very yeah. odd um, i can only imagine the it's way like that. i describe it is um 360 degree vision yeah um you not only know what's in front of you you know what's in back of you and the, the sides yeah I, I mean your senses really pick up and compensate for the lack of visual yeah it's um it, stimuli and seriously yeah. i mean it's, it really it, it's, it, it honestly felt like I could sense someone that was right around the corner or yeah. I, I, I could see something that was farther away or mm. just, just hyper aware. It, yeah. It's you really just, just an experience that it's really have. hard to describe yeah. and you just have to experience yourself. Yeah. It's, it's not it like just sucks that the way you experience it is telling yourself, well, I might, I might die, die. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if, if I, yeah. I'm not hyper aware. <laughs> yeah, or you know, trying to meditate every day. You do it an hour yeah. a day. You get one every eighteen months. But have you seen Limitless, the movie, Bradley Cooper movie? Um, it's basically I've like an advertisement. Movie buff? No, um, neither am I. This came out in like 2013. Yeah, it's like the it pill. He becomes pill like that, super. Yeah. Um, I, I know of it. I would say that that's the closest thing I can describe is to these like hyper aware states. Cause it, yeah, I, yeah, I can it, agree with that. It's like, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's like what you said. It's very hard to dis. It's not just like alcohol, like, you know, alcohol, you could describe it as like, it's a gregarious social. <laughs> it's almost like Christmas in a bottle. You know, it's like, uh, it's warm. It's a fireplace. It's friendly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of easy to describe. Marijuana is harder to describe and on and on and on. But with, yeah, with this, it's very, there's nothing like it. It's correct. And the thing, yeah, and I don't even think what I experienced is close because mine was from slowing my breath down and introspection. Yours is from true. Mm-hmm. Yours is from. Well, see, the thing is, is when it comes to just the day by day, um, you do enough physical exercise to where your heart gets pumping pretty hard. I mean, maybe 90 to 100 beats per minute. Um, but you do sort of the type of breathing that you would do while meditating just to Mm. try to bring your heart rate down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so in a really weird exercise 
meditative way. That's not a word, but exercisive way. I mean, you are kind of meditating, but you're in a sense of, you know, decent peril and meditation, if, mm. if that kind of makes sense. No, it does. Um, so I had a guy on, uh, he only refers to himself as T. He, he showed, sent me his, like, government documents, special forces in Israel. In in Syaret, S A Y E R E T. That's the force. The, the division. Isn't it crazy that if you were to go to Normandy or uh, Iceland or or whatever, he'd be arrested? Yeah, I actually watched that podcast. Oh, you dude. did? Yeah, dude, I, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, he described it, but it makes sense to me. He's like, you know, they use different bullets, so in in the eyes of other nations, they can be held as. Yeah. He's like, even if I have never done anything, he's like, they can mm-hmm. look at you and be like, well, technically. You know, you're on our soil, and uh, your nation doesn't you use hollow points, not whatever full metal, yeah. whatever. So yeah, he's like, yeah, I can't. Uh, I never thought about that, and I was like, shit, uh-huh. you're right. I just thought of it as like, for whatever reason, it seems like everyone over there just fucking hates Jewish people. Every crazy terrorist country. That's how I viewed yeah. it. I was like, oh, yeah. you just don't want to have you don't want anyone to know. You know, it's bad enough. If they know you're, if you, they know you're Jewish, it'd be even, it's even worse if they know that, Hey, you've probably fucking, you know, killed some people in their country, but yeah, he's absolutely, he's fucking hilarious. But, uh, he came on a second time. That one's good too. Uh, but really? he, yeah, he came on two days ago. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't see that one. No. Yeah. Jeez, no. I, yeah. I, I need to look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah. He's trying, he's trying to get hired by Blackwater. Um, or whatever it's renamed now. Excellent. He shouldn't have any problems with no. the languages he speak. Exactly. Yeah. Seriously. Well, he's, he's going to kind of like we talked about earlier, like warlords in Africa. He's he's uh yeah. He said uh he said yeah he said it on the podcast yeah he's gonna uh, go to Africa and uh, is that what the person that he knows? Because I remember him telling uh, um telling you on his podcast that he knew the person that was training people to defend against ISIS. Yeah, in Africa. Yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah he's 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 gonna he's kind of alluded to me to it to me before. He's okay. he's kind of spotty with some of the stuff he tells me. Well, um, I mean, he has to be. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, no, but it's um, but yeah, it's good to train people to fucking kill ISIS, which is just that's awesome, badass. Yeah, I know, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. You can always because he has his mask on, but you can always see when he smiles because yeah. his eyes come up. He's like, "You fucking kill ISIS, man!" You know, crazy stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, crazy for me is like, man, I love his dark humor. It's so <laughs> great. Really did. It's so great, dude. It's so yeah. Like, you have yeah. He's yeah. He's like messaged me some stuff too. Like he had to cancel on one podcast because of a work emergency. And it didn't yeah. dawn on me until after I read. I was like, yeah, dude, no worries. We can reschedule. It didn't dawn on me until a couple hours later. I was like, "Work, oh shit, work emergency!" And I was like, "I was like, fuck," you know? Was is he being dropped in somewhere at the fucking Blackhawk? And so I messaged him. I was it's like, not that the copier went down. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, the state is calling me to go kill some people. Yeah, yeah, people it's, and it's, do yeah. some operators. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I messaged him. I was like, I was like, you know, first I was like, yeah, dude, no worries. I was like, we can, we can reschedule. And then once it dawned on me, several hours later, I messaged him. I was like, stay safe. And uh, right, <laughs> he got back to me, of course, in like the wee hours. And he's he goes, I'm so safe. I could I could fuck a Chinese whore and not get an STD. And I was like, is that a common saying over there? Because I've never heard it. But and he was like, that's how safe I am. And I was like, I was like, after the last podcast, he was like, I hope your audience likes me. I was like, dude, they love you. And he goes, yes, I hit your audience right in the G spot. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, like, fuck yeah, dude. Um, 
but he but he talked about if you yeah you listen to it so but he talked about being in a firefight being ambushed yep. and he's he's like everything slows down it's like it's yes. dialed up to 13 he's like you can he's like i can still smell like the dirt you know yeah and it's so it got me thinking though like <clears throat> it makes sense that you know some people get out of the military i mean that's i could be wrong somebody please fact check me but a lot of the a lot of the the biker gangs formed after world war ii primarily because it was a yeah. bunch of guys that you know their you know their relationships were literally forged and forged in their friends blood you know they survived nazi europe they survived the pacific campaign the pacific theater that makes sense but it was also a hunt for just to feel that again you know we can't drive around in cars we got to be on bikes next to semi trucks we got to we got to mm. roll deep we roll in the bars no one fucks with us but it's also I remember seeing a documentary and it was like some old World War II veteran and he was like you're just trying to like taste it again and he's like yeah. that adrenaline it's more like the yeah the adrenaline yeah. rush that uh, yeah that comes with it it's very addictive yeah um, I was going to ask that for you do you you, um, you don't work there anymore so that, do you you know in your day to day life are you like man I could really roll around in an armored truck right now you know, or is it just that's a that's a pad that's the past. Um, I'm actually so closely tied to the armored truck community, specifically okay. the branch that I used to work at. I should probably just say that I continue to work for them. Okay. Um, okay. I, matter of fact, um, one of uh, the officers I used to work with, uh, she actually signed my marriage certificate for oh, my wife and I. That's cool. I mean, absolutely. That's cool. Um. So, I, I mean, I'm very tight net with them. Mm. Um, I, I remember a few times uh, babysitting for um, mm. another officer. That's I mean, cool. Just because their route came back late. Yeah, that's you know, cool. All, 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 all they did was make a call to their daycare and said, hey, you know, uh, we have someone coming in the same uniform. You can ask him for his badge, blah, 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 blah. He's completely okay. Yeah. He's about six foot one, yeah, yeah. 200 pounds. Yeah. You know, and and then I just brought their child to Dairy Queen, and yeah. we had a good hour or two, yeah. and then I just dropped them off at home. Yeah, dude, I that mean, that's cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Like that that's a cool community. That's a cool sense of community. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, how much percentage? How much? What's on your phone? What's your battery percentage? I just you still got me for nineteen percent, man. Okay, good. Okay, good. I just yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Give me a give me a heads up when we're down to like ten and five, just so. At gotcha. any point, it's not just like done. Hey, click. Uh, yeah. Oh that shit! Dick. They found him. They found yeah that asshole. <laughs> you know. All right, Tom. I'm done. You know. Right. Uh, um. So, have you thought about? So you're talking about being paranoid as fuck. Um. That so that that car that was tailing you. Mm-hmm. They, you know. They're they're dumb enough to tail an armored truck, but right. but part of me thinks that they might not have been dumb enough to, for lack of a better term, siege the truck. You know, okay. you know, let's shoot at the armored. You know, I would think that they're at least you know they're smart enough to bring guns. I mean, they're stupid, but they're smart enough that they brought guns, right? Stupid, yeah, it, stupid and smart. Stupid, yeah. and they're you know they committed. Okay, um, yeah. You know, give it 110. percent You know, I guess I'll commend that in a weird, fucked up way. But you know, I'll I'll, com- I'll commend the drive. Um, mm-hmm. But so, 
so what I'm thinking in my in my expertise of armored truck delivery that they weren't going to siege the truck and just, you know, if you didn't get out, they're going to start shooting. Let's say those armored cops weren't, or the undercover cops weren't there. I imagine that they, that they would, they were going to wait for you guys to open up the car, open up the truck to yeah. probably, I mean, let's probably shoot and kill you or at least try to. Um, so if those undercover cops hadn't been there and you had just pulled in there and they would have done that. And I think if, again, so if you hadn't got out, they either would have waited or they would have bailed. Mm-hmm. Um, was there any, did the procedure change after that? Cause it's like, it's not, well, I don't know what I'm trying we, to say. Well, um, we had already identified them as a threat and that's why we called law enforcement because at, at the time we weren't under, under fire. They weren't trying to block our path. We hadn't needed to ram them. They were just following. Mm-hmm. Technically speaking, you can follow an armored truck and everything's yeah. legal. Yeah. Is it frowned on? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. However, when... They fled. When a crew kind of has that gut feeling like I did and I called law enforcement, you know, I mean, law enforcement's going to help out an armored truck because, mm. you know, they're, they are a high view target in society Hmm. so essentially speaking the people that got arrested um mainly the passenger um he he didn't get arrested for attempted robbery or anything he actually got arrested on a warrant (laughs) oh yeah go figure yeah hey hey hey, this guy had a warrant go figure (laughs) yeah um i believe that the driver actually got arrested uh because he was a felon in possession of a, a shotgun. Okay, so, yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like attempted robbery. I, I, I don't think there's any law saying you can't, can't follow an armored yeah. truck. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, as far as, uh, as far as procedure, um, I mean, let's put the, the devil's advocate. Let's pretend we didn't see him. So that, that have happened. that's what I was that's what I was gonna get yeah. to was um so I mean it really boils down to of when the shit goes downhill hmm. um if they open up on us as soon as we get out of the truck obviously we really can't get back into the truck we have to return fire um yeah. if they if they open fire on us as we're coming out. I'm going to tell you what I will do, and I will tell you that I will try to get back into the building. I mean, and in that situation, we're supposed to protect the clients. Oh, okay. At that rate, we're supposed to, you know, barricade ourselves and wait for law enforcement. Mm. Um, now, if we are already walking to the truck and they get us as we're walking to the truck, I mean, we're obviously going to try to get into the truck. However, the situation as that plays out, I mean, we might be forced to engage them. Hmm. I mean, we're always told to disengage and run away. Yeah. If we can't disengage sure. and run away, unfortunately, engage. we're going to need to engage. Yeah, terminate you know? the, and, yeah, terminate and, the and threat. That's, and that's honestly just to protect ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, people in the past, people have really reacted negatively to um the what ifs 
well, what if there's a gun to the back of your head? Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving them the fucking money. Yeah, yeah. Or what if there's a guy that walks out in front of the armored truck and points in a in AR-15? Hit the gas. Well, obviously, I'm, obviously, I'm going to engage if I'm walking to the truck. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, when it comes to, you know, our safety, I mean we really need to understand that the driver is kind of safe. Hmm. However, you know, I mean, the bullet resistant glass isn't going to last forever. Hmm. I I mean, if something were to ever go down, my driver was always under the instruction to drive away Hmm. to leave us behind. Because Hmm. see, the thing is, is and statistics will show Whenever an armored truck is robbed and the messenger and guard are taken hostage, um, the people that take the people hostage use the two people to get the driver to open the truck. Mm. That is the reason why the truck drives away. Mm. So if the truck drives away, the person doesn't have the opportunity to get the real money. Mm. And and then that's just when we say, hey, do you want the money in this bag? Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I mean at, at that rate they don't really have an option. Yeah. I mean they take the money and cut their losses and yeah. go. Yeah. I, I mean I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to surrender if I need oh, to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A- absolutely. <laughs> take take my Am- take my Amazon card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, take it all. Yeah, it's Here, take the gas card too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Mean, do, you, do you like my kicks? I got the, you know, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so, yeah, but that, that's what I wanted to ask was, yeah. was so in the event that you didn't see them, because what we're coming down to is it was through luck and through your paranoia. My, yeah. As an anxious <laughs> guy, hey, I completely get it, dude. Um, mm-hmm. But, but the company, I'm just looking at it for, again, for my, my highly educated yeah. experience time in the uh, money delivery uh, business. Uh-huh. I'm thinking that like you can't bank on that. That no pun intended. It's there. Tr- <laughs> there truly was no pun intended. I apologize. Um, but you can't. You know, it's luckily, luckily you're my you're my crew leader. Okay, you know, he he's he mm-hmm. he picked up on it. He called the cops. Yeah, things worked out as well as they could. How do they? But I'm just thinking, like, you can't bank on someone having that spidey sense like you did. Like, like, thank God that you Mm -hmm. did. But, like, I'm looking at it like, I mean, I don't know Mm -hmm. if anything just... I mean, no if idea. I wasn't there, what would yeah, happen? Yeah, like, is there is there a way for a, the car? I mean, now we're looking at technology that would offset its value, but just is there a mm-hmm. way to, you know scan cars behind you and be like, this target's been here for longer than that normal. honestly comes to just how observant the okay. messenger okay. and the driver is. I, I mean, if they're completely oblivious to everything and they didn't see that, then, I mean, who knows? They could have had a closed casket funeral. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, or it could have just went down as the messenger got out, you know, someone opened fired and they got back in and they ran away mm. uh, you don't know until it happens mm. and unfortunately that's the scary part because i mean as soon as you get out of the armored truck i mean you're completely exposed mm. now do you guys wear armor 
Scam, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah. I'm, well, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so it's not, you know, you're exposed, but not, not a hundred percent. You know, well, you got. I, I torso. mean, you got your vitals covered, but yeah. I mean, also keep in mind, you can be shot in the leg and die in two minutes. Yeah, femoral artery, you can be done. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, Andy Stumpf, the SEAL Team Six guy that was on Joe Rogan, talked about he mm-hmm. got shot. He thought he got. He said he thought they got his femoral artery said I would have been bled out in like 15 seconds. He's like, that's how much yeah. blood's rushing through that motherfucker. Um, yeah. Yeah. So if I'm in your position, I'm thinking that like I'm going to wear like an EOD suit to work. Uh, I mean. Helmet. That'd be cool. Flash shield. I, I, I just mean, walk around like that. Yeah. Get on a Segway. <laughs> Man. Unfortunately, that's just too impractical. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, on my routes when I left, um, we went through a reroute, which means we uh, canceled two full routes and those contracts fell on to everyone else. Um, when that happened, when this event happened? We, say again. Are we talking about when this event happened? When you had to have the well, no, come? no, no, no. This is, this is something completely different. Okay. Um, so the reason why an EOD suit would be impractical is just the pace that you need to keep to be on a decent time. I mean, you start at 5.30 a.m. However, uh, with the amount of contracts that were thrown onto the route, you could be out until 7, 8. Or I've actually seen routes come back at 10.30 p.m. That. When they start at five thirty, I mean, that's crazy, man. I'm just looking at it like I don't want to be out at dark if I'm in an. Oh, no. I'm already. Well, I am, again, I'm already an anxious guy. Let alone yeah. being in a bank truck. Well, and see, the thing is, is we were prohibited from uh, carrying uh, firearm lights, so uh, we couldn't carry a flashlight underneath our pistol. Why? I mean, we were able to carry just a small flashlights on our uh, duty belt, but. Um, when it gets dark out like that, absolutely. Um, there's a hell of a lot more concealment. Yeah. 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 It's, it's everything that isn't lit up. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, 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 everything's concealed except for that, which is actively being unconcealed revealed. Yeah. Um, so that, no, that, that I don't know if that would, I knew people, when I went to the university of Georgia, I knew people that I knew ex I had an ex military friend that University of Georgia like any college gun free zone you can't carry a gun on there 10 years in prison $10,000 fine yeah and it's pretty steep huh? yeah yeah except for the guy that's bringing a gun on probably is not trying to survive I had mm-hmm. military friends that in my pre-med classes all my biology classes you know big 300 person um, auditoriums. I won't even give the slightest detail of who or when because it's. A, but they would straight up they, they concealed carry. They'd bring their pistol on. And I remember, well, I mean, I remember if one you of don't them. Tell anyone who knows about. Well, it. I remember I, I saw mean, I saw one in the bathroom. He was my friend, but I remember I kind of and he saw and he saw that I saw it, mm-hmm. and I just remember looking at him. I was like, I get it. Like, I was like, I, I get it. Like, yeah, I used to yeah, not absolutely. go into the middle of campus because I was like, if there's ever going to be shooting, it's going to be right here. Um, and yeah. I remember the, I remember the guy saying, like, I would rather have 10 years in prison and get out and still live my life after that <sighs> than just be sitting. But the point I'm getting at is. Yeah, I, I guess I don't necessarily agree with the whole 10 years in prison thing. Me neither. I mean, I, I mean 
I, I get that it's unconstitutional. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean, I really mean, you're, do. Yeah, however, you're a sitting duck. You're a sitting duck. You're yeah. sitting in an no, auditorium I, with two egg, two exits right yeah. next to each other. You got to walk Absolutely. in. Guy come on each side. He can go to Walmart and get an AR. Mm-hmm. Open season. I mean, what? You got campus cops? Yeah. It's... Now, I mean, I, I owned a firearm in college. I never brought it on because I just was like, I was trying to get into medical school and I was like, I, I can't get caught with a gun, you know. But yeah, you I'd, probably shouldn't. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a friend though and he was just like, man, I, uh, Southern, you know, man, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, you know, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather be judged, you know, what was it? I'd rather be judged by 12 judged by six than, than carried, carried by six by, or 12, uh, yeah, or 12 six, six. Judged by 12, carried by six. I, I would think. rather sit in court than be fucking killed, right? You know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I get that. I get, it, I get it entirely. The point I'm getting out of this is it's like, you know, you're not going to be judged the only way, unless you're stupid and, you know, reveal it. The only way you're ever going to be judged is if you had to use it. And if you had to use it, chances are you probably saved your life by using it. So I get that logic. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I'm in a bank truck, um, what, you guys are equipped with, with nine millimeters? Or do you guys um, have? Actually, we bought our own firearms. I mean, if we really wanted to, we could carry a, I think it's like a Glock 22 or a Glock 21 where it's a 10 millimeter cartridge. Mm. It's just huge cartridge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I carried a nine millimeter. Um, a couple of my partners here or there. I mean, they carried forty-five. Mm. However, um, the nine millimeter that I carried actually had the ballistics of a forty-five ACP. Jeez. Yeah. No, I had, I had some pretty spicy rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that that's what I'm saying. If I'm in your position, I'm. Dude, I'm carrying dual fucking Desert Eagles or those uh, Smith and Wesson 500. You know, those, those. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm getting. Man. I'm getting a Smith and off. Wesson 500. When you want to kill a robber next door through a refrigerator. Through your, through your yeah, through your. When you want to, yeah. When you want to kill someone. When you want to kill a home, a home invader next door right? next door you know <laughs> seriously without getting out I of your mean, own bed yeah yeah <laughs> but seriously that's what i'm thinking if i'm in your position mm-hmm. and i'm like i am in a position where i'm you know aside from being a police officer i am <laughs> putting myself yeah. I'm, I'm literally actually i'd say there's more incentive for someone to fuck with you <laughs> than a police officer <laughs> fuck with the police officer um, what do you actually, get out of that i i believe so uh, absolutely you, I have, mean, mo- you have the money yeah, I mean, we're so classified as civilians. I mean, we're not law enforcement by any standpoint. I yeah. mean, we do have law enforcement training, yeah. and we have uh, semi-different roles. I mean, security is kind of governed in a slightly different way because of the board of private detective and security officers um, in my state. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's the board that does it, but they have their own state laws and stuff. Mm. So, I mean, we have to follow those. Mm. Um, I think I forgot the rest of your question. Um, oh, what um, was it? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So did I, um, just carrying a ton of, um, yeah, no, no. So I, yeah. So I was going to, I don't think I finished it. I was, yeah. I mean, the only time you're really going at your, pro- you know, unless you're mentally deranged or have a vendetta, you're probably not good actively going after cops so much as maybe you've done time in in jail and it's just fuck it i'm not going back kind of thing mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah where it's you know it might you know to you you've already served time in prison it's all in that hell and you're just like fuck it I'd, i'm gonna try to get away with and you know try to you know killing a cop then but but for you you're 
you you're not like you know you just let's say you're a cop you're like i hope this isn't a guy that's just saying fuck it i'm not going back because now yeah, now it's him for or sure. me for you there's reason for them to actively find you because it's yeah you're, absolutely you're, you're the meat you're the i'm a hunter i'm mm-hmm. a lion and now i'm like if i I'm literally a, have a price tag on exactly head, if like, i'm a lion you know I, mean? I don't want to try to take down another lion i will if all uh-huh. else fails but if i see a big yeah. old fucking elephant or something you know and that's you I'm eat for weeks yeah know? yeah yeah but so that being said if i'm you dude i'm getting a fucking i mean at minimum i'm getting like like an A12 like automatic shotgun or something. Like, well, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Well, speaking of shotguns, um, back when I first started, we were allowed to carry shotguns. They were Remington 870s. Oh, I yeah. mean, man, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, I wasn't a crew leader at the time, mm. but it was really nice knowing that another crew leader was protecting my ass with a shotgun Fuck yeah. while I, I, I was pulling money out of a bank or yeah. I was pulling money out of a gas station. Yeah. And, and see, uh, the shotgun itself, I mean, it, it had double lot buckshot. I mean, that's yeah. seven or nine pellets that are roughly sized like nine millimeter rounds. I mean, just blam. I, I mean, Good per shot. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great firepower. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of protest once they took those out of the trucks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, That's what I'm saying. It, it, it was crazy. Like, uh, are you seriously trying to jeopardize our safety? I mean, yeah. it, it, as soon as people start saying that th- there's no guard outside the building with a shotgun anymore, yeah. they're going to, it's just going to be open season on us. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that but, wasn't the case. Yeah. But it certainly got more dangerous. Yeah. But not the case yet. It's, you know, yeah. so far. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, what the fuck are they trying to save? Their public image? Like, well, you know, firearms are. Well, you. Um, I'll, I'll tell you, they're one of the largest reasons why they got rid of the shotguns. And see, um, we were supposed to keep the shotguns at, at squad ready. Um, and what that was is you had a. Um, shotgun loaded, but one not in the chamber, okay. and then you're supposed to throw it into the rack. Okay. So when you lock it into the rack, there's not one in the chamber, and there's no, there's no possible way there can be a negligent or, discharge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, people kept it um, at ready with a, a round in the chamber. And for some reason, somehow, there was a couple of negligent discharges in the armored trucks. Oh, God. And the pellets just bounced around and made just a fun day for everyone. Uh, It didn't hurt or maim anyone. However, it certainly gave everyone outside the armored truck a kind of a scare. I I mean, made everyone deaf. Yeah. But... Well, did that happen um, with people you knew, or is that just like an industry oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> definitely people that I know. And, and see, the thing is, is between other officers and I, um, we almost um, started taking bets on who would do it next. And when corporate did, would actually did you ever uh, get, take did... the shotguns out of the trucks. Um, but believe it or not, um, corporate actually gave us the opportunity to uh, buy the shotguns um, before they actually sold them on auction. Mm. So I, I got a couple Remington 870s. Fuck um, yeah. Pretty cheap. Fuck 200 yeah. 200 bucks. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So 
But if I'm you, I'm still no. kind of, you know, rather be judged than carried. I I mean, yeah. I'm still carrying sure. I'm still bringing the 870 in the truck. I'd rather be um, fi- I'd rather be fired than 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 dead. Is that just yeah. is my logic um, flawed? Is it not the same? Is so, it So there were two there were two areas of thoughts. Um one my shotgun certification is still uh, it, it is still good until the end end of the year. Let's sneak a shotgun back onto the truck. Or policy says that we shouldn't have shotguns anymore, so we're going to abide by policy. Mm. Um, I always advocated for shotguns on the truck. Mm. Um, however, I was not a crew leader, so I could not make that decision at the time. Okay. I mean had i been in that position absolutely and who knows i might have still carried it um after yeah but then we also ran into the problem of well they also took the racks out of the truck so where are we going to keep the shotgun (laughs) saw it off and put that fucker in your pant leg dude sir that's federally illegal (laughs) again rather be judged than buried you know i mean i know i mean i get that but I guess I wouldn't want to be a judge thrown into jail and figure out Bubba makes a really good toilet. Uh, uh, toilet um, wine. Yeah, toilet wine, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and you might be forced to drink that toilet wine whether or not your romantic date with Bubba might not go down so well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you try to blot out that trauma. But No bueno. Yeah, no bueno. Bubba like it. But yeah, I would... I would think that you would. I would just. There. I mean, I don't know what all you can answer because uh-huh. everything I'm saying. If I'm in your position and I'm on a podcast and someone's saying, I would feel like I would just fucking do this. Part of me would be thinking like, I do do that, but I'm not gonna fucking say I do that, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, Desert FBI Eagle watch list, right? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> dude. The amount of stuff we've talked about on this podcast with the military guys. I hope I better have a file. I will be disappointed. Uh, yeah, I bet we all do. Uh, oh yeah. Well, I'm hoping this podcast gets a big old fat file. Um, but I mean, dude, with the military interrogator who had like clearance at the Air Force, we talked about coronavirus for a solid two hours and like dispersing That's it, awesome. dis- dispersing it in airports and shit. It's just like, yeah. I, uh, hey NSA. Um, but um, I need to get someone from the NSA to come on here. That's what I fucking need. Um, um, yeah, I don't know if you can, but uh, yeah. I would certainly watch that podcast, dude. That would be freaking cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, definitely need to get into. I want to get someone from the CDC <sighs> to talk about coronavirus. The CDC, oh. Center of Disease Control, but or uh, well, maybe even um, some doctor that deals with infectious um, mm-hmm. viruses. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Virology, yeah. Yeah, no, I'd really like to while coronavirus is still uh, relevant and yeah. and or hasn't killed us all yet. Have uh, you ever noticed that most of the viruses that kill people have come from China? Yeah. Like bird flu, yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, not quite sure about the spine flu. I think that was Mexico. Yeah. But um, just all, all the scares. It seems like China is just yeah. the cesspool for it. Where's all the fentanyl come from? China. Right? Yeah, dude. That well, that's my proposition. Is my hypothesis is that this is their form of warfare because they know they can't go toe to toe with the U.S. military. So what's the next most logical thing? Use a use a more efficient way. You can't you can't go toe to toe with your nuclear subs and aircraft carriers. So why not wage battle in the microscopic world? 
perhaps. Yeah. Um, I, I thought biological warfare was um, illegal under the Geneva Conventions, though. Again, judged versus buried. If you're trying yeah. to, you know, America's the I'm, big dick in the world and your your country isn't. I'm looking like, shit, sure. I'd rather be tried at The Hague than, you know, have my country bulldozed. Um, For sure. But that's why I have a podcast and I'm not a world leader. By the way, um, we're at 6%. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> Well, shit, man. We're at an hour and 50-something. I mean, let's just keep going. Okay. I was going to say, if you want to charge your phone, but I don't give a fuck, dude. Let's All right. Well, yeah. well let's up. Well, here, how about this? Let me tell you a story. Okay. Well, hey, um, but before before this, yeah. Um, spell spell your – I don't know if you, you don't have to give your last name. Spell your name just so I can put it – your last name is going to be Smith, okay? Um, yeah. Just get, yeah, spell your name so I can put it on the, the – you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, you're, I thought you were like exhaling. I was like, is it? Oh, no, no, no. See, I'm petting my cat. Oh, I was going to say. And he's kind of shedding this a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to blow the fur oh, off my hands. I was going to say blink twice if you have coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. um, here, spell your name and just let, let's do a let's do a, a sign off now so when your battery does die, it won't uh-huh. awkwardly end. So, okay. So, can you spell your name? Uh, B-R-A-D. Brad. Okay. Brad, and I'm just going to say Brad Smith, and you drove armored trucks for a bank. Um, and For a security company. Security um, we company. were contracted with banks. Okay, security company contract with banks. Yeah. Well, for the thumb, thumbnail, I got a oh, okay. armored truck for bank, armored bank truck. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, all right, I just want to make sure that we have like a somewhat formal ending. All right, story time. Story time. Woo. Um, I actually changed my company's policy on heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Okay. Um, the policy said if you have a company issued bulletproof vest, you could not remove it. Well, what? on one hot day that we lost air conditioning, you can't. Why? You can't remove it. Oh, you can't. Is that like an NFL? That was like, an can't insurance take thing. Off? Okay. So what happened was is uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the funny thing. Yeah. So um, it was you know 125 degrees in the truck, and you know I'm trying to get in and out of contracts in under three minutes just to make sure we're on schedule. Yeah. This is when I was a messenger. Um, what ended up happening was, is, um, I succumbed to heat exhaustion and on the verge of heat stroke because I did not remove my body armor. Hmm. What ended up happening was, is there was an ATM in this one bank and I started to feel dizzy. Hmm. I had all the symptoms of uh, heat stroke and I actually took um, the knife that I had and I cut my uh, shirt and vest off in the bank in front of all the customers and bankers. Um, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I mean, so, um, I get it, though. I mean, it, yeah, again, yeah. Ju- judged versus buried. Like, fuck it. I'd yeah. rather people look at so, me weird. Um, so, I mean, there was a big internal investigation, you know, why the hell did he do that? Um, and that was actually a company first. Um, matter of fact, I'm still teased about that. When yeah, make- uh, new officers go through uh, the heat exhaustion training, they literally say, do not do what Brad did. <laughs> do you have a, do you, do you have a nickname? Um, and they actually added their policy, too. Yeah. Um, to, instead of... You cannot remove your body armor. It is you can remove your body armor in the following circumstances. You feel like you are about to have some sort of stroke or heat exhaustion event. And I actually thought that was 
pretty cool hmm. because well i mean not pretty cool i mean i hey damn you're almost died but, yeah yeah uh, but no it, um, yeah but it was one of those things where you just kind of leave your imprint on an employer and that was my mark hmm. yeah <laughs> hey and i mean it's it, hey it's not it's not. I mean, who, it is cool. Who knows? I, I mean, if I hadn't um, changed that policy, maybe someone Exa- could exact, have died. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now, have you or anyone you know while driving armored trucks ever been pulled over? What's that like? Oh, absolutely. What's that like? You get absolutely. pulled over in an armored truck and you're <laughs> armed. It's um, that's so that's the son pulling over the dad. It's like what? It's we like fuck with it. Not supposed to open the doors for the the cops matter of fact the only way that we can communicate is either uh, holding up our cell phone number and having them call us or trying to talk through the gun port and that's always awkward yeah because you know the cops always like talking through the gun port like do you know how fast you were going yeah not only that it's the gun port (laughs) yeah right so um do you know how blank yeah it's the only times we would ever be pulled over is speeding. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, there's a higher professional courtesy, per se, for armored trucks. Um, the typical professional courtesy is nine miles over. Okay. Um, I have personally um, zoomed by a cop doing 17 over and them not doing Why shit. Plot? That's cool. They, they understand... To an extent of what we're going through and what we need to do, mm. and I have heard of a coworker that would run stop signs right in front of the sheriff's office. <laughs> just, just, just flex, flex. Um, flex. Of course, that's frowned on. Yeah, you're not supposed to do it. Hey, man, it's um, no different than the penguins. It's all about flex. It's, like that it's all about New flexing. York stop sort of thing. You yeah, just kind of yeah, California roller. Yeah, I, I forgot the term. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um. Yeah, it's... Uh-oh, we're at 1%. Oh, fuck. Um, Two hours, though, man. Yeah. Well, shit, man. Hey, charge your phone. Let's, uh... I mean, maybe we should do a part two. I, I'm down to do a part two, man. Do you want to re- do you want to cool. schedule one? Yeah. Um, well, uh... Um, I'll, yeah, I'll, me- I'll message you. Be in touch with me. Yeah. Cool. I'll message... Um, all right, man? All right, yeah. Charge your phone. Charge your phone. Yeah, let's... Uh, oh, 